it is up to you to define how you play and if you play the right way. But the other question is, who the hell do you have to go up against? That's the other question. What is going on, people? Welcome to another episode of the Mike Roach podcast. You know, I wasn't actually going to do an episode tonight because I got a bunch of content and I was going to give you a throwback episode, which I might still do, by the way. But I decided, let me just jump on the microphone quickly and see what I could provide to the good, faithful listeners of the Mike Roach podcast. Drop a damn bomb for myself. Turn that volume up, baby. Now, listen, I've been thinking constantly, especially these last couple days, the Raptors can be a decent team. Let's say they happen to be a decent team anyway. What are they going to do in the Eastern Conference? Who are they going to be going up against? Against. That's my mentality at this point. Even if they are a decent team, who are they going to be going up against? How far can they make a run? Are there teams that we know that they're just not going to be able to beat in the postseason? And I got to be honest with you. Yes, there is. Yes. I'm sorry, but yes. No, damn it, I'm not sorry. We all know this. We all know this. Now, you can never count anybody out. I'll say that. I saw what I saw with my own eyes last year with the Miami Heat making that finals run. But I want to tell you, I want to tell you something I saw on Twitter. Now, ESPN's Eastern Conference prediction. I said ESPN's Eastern Conference prediction. I'm going to go 1 through 8 here. Actually, no, I have 1 through 10, so let's do 1 through 10. Now, number 1 they have in the Eastern Conference. This is only Eastern Conference, by the way. Only Eastern Conference. Celtics. 54.3 wins. They have the Celtics, number 1 in the Eastern Conference. They have the Cavaliers. The Cleveland Cavaliers. at Number 2 in the Eastern Conference. 48.6 wins. They have the Milwaukee Bucks. It's pretty much neck and neck with the Bucks and Cavs. They're at 48.5 wins. 48.5 wins for the Bucks at number three in the East. The 76ers come in at number four. 46.9 wins. They have them touted as. 44.6 wins for the New York Knicks coming in at number 5. 43.8 wins for the Atlanta Hawks coming in at number 6. 42.7 wins for the Miami Heat. And 42.7 wins for the Toronto Raptors. So the Heat and Nets are tied at 7 and 8 apiece in the Eastern Conference predictions for total games won at the end of the season. And this is from ESPN. Now, at 9 and 10, okay, at these play-in spot scenarios, the Brooklyn Nets come in with 40 wins and the Indiana Pacers 38.6 wins. It should be interesting, folks, because we all know, we all know there are surprises. There are many surprises. Now, 
there's always going to be people who are going to be ticked off here. Now, number one, there's no mention of the Chicago Bulls in here. I said there's no mention of the Chicago Bulls in here. That's disrespect. That is disrespect. But, okay, now people are going to be mad about the Bulls. They're going to be mad about the Orlando Magic. But I think that's all you should really be upset about. Nobody's looking Detroit's way, even though I think they have a nice young roster. I don't know how much noise they're going to be able to make right now. But they still got Bogdanovich, Marvin Bagley III, Alec Burks, Cade Cunningham, Jalen Duran, Joe Harris is still here, Killian Hayes, Jaden Ivey. I mean, you got some you got some players, Azor Thompson, James Wiseman. I mean, you you have promise. I don't know how fast they're going to be able to put it together. I mean, I'm I'm not talking like they're going to be making mad noise out here. I'm not saying that. I damn sure ain't saying that. But I do think they're a team of the future and they have some nice promise. Even though I'm talking about now, I'm getting pretty much off topic. But still, I do like the young roster for the Detroit Pistons. Now, Cleveland in third. Sorry, in second, as ESPN's uh, prediction, even though the Bucks go on and get Damian Lillard, and they still have the, the Milwaukee Bucks in third place behind the Cleveland Cavaliers. Listen, I like Cleveland. I mean, their team is nice. They got some some nice young studs on that team. When you're looking at Jared Allen, even though kind of flopped in the playoffs, but during the regular season, you know he's going to be solid. Jared Allen, Imani Bates, I thought was a nice pickup that they got um, this summer. Now, Darius Garland, he's a flat-out stud. We know that. Karis LeVert is still there. Very streaky. He's kind of up and down. Donovan Mitchell is deadly. We know what he can do. Evan Mobley. George's Niang was another nice piece that they got over the summer. I mean, they got some good pickups here. Max Struess was a, was a very nice pickup they got over the summer. He's going to be able to come in and make some noise from that for that team. He's tough, can shoot the ball. I like it. I mean, I like it, but I'm not sure this is going to, you know, I'm, I don't think they're really a threat to Boston or Milwaukee because to me, it's the, those two teams, Boston and Milwaukee, they're head and shoulders above everyone in the Eastern Conference. But there's always cause to pause now because of what I saw from the Miami Heat last season. You know how many times I brought this up the last couple podcasts that I've done? I'm serious, man. That kind of thing, what I saw them do, that kind of thing stays on my mind. It really does. And when you look at a team like the Boston Celtics, I mean, their roster, I mean, damn. They look legit. They look legit. Derek White, Jason Tatum, Jalen Brown, obviously, 
Peyton Pritchard, which I like a lot. He's a scrappy. He can shoot the ball. He's always up in your face playing defense. He's annoying. He's one of those annoying guys. Savi Mahailu, I'll say him because he's an ex-Raptor, even though he ain't going to play or do anything. Uh, Luke Cormet, who's interesting. I think he might play uh, some big minutes for the Boston Celtics this year and be a nice big off the bench. Al Horford, Drew Holiday, Wenyan Gabriel, Delano Banton, ex-Raptor as well. I like this pickup right here, though. O'Shea Brissett. I love that pickup for the Boston Celtics. To me, this is a team you got to be worried about. I think they got a little bit more depth than the Milwaukee Bucks. And they are going to be flat out dangerous. Flat out dangerous. So, anybody who's thinking that they want smoke with the Celtics, I mean, yes, yes. We kind of say this about the Celtics every year. I get it. I get it. I understand. But this year, with the addition of Drew Holiday, Kristak Porzingis, having another nice piece in O'Shea Brissett coming off your bench, Cornette. I think... I think this this could be it for the Celtics this year. If everybody's healthy, if everyone is healthy, I can't see anyone beating the Boston Celtics this year. The only team could be the Milwaukee Bucks to me. But aside from that, I just can't see it. I can't see it. Now with Milwaukee, yes, Atena Kumpo is there. We know that. He's an animal. Cannot be stopped. I get it. I get it. Malik Beasley is there. Connaughton, Crowder, Damian Lillard, Brooke Lopez, Robin Lopez, Chris Middleton, Cameron Payne, Bobby Portis. It's a nice squad here. They have a nice squad here. Can't even front. Chris Livingston, rookie. I like it. I like it a lot. Marcus Bolden. Okay. They got some they got some heat for the Milwaukee Bucks, but it's going to come down to those two. It's going to come down to those two. And now these other guys, the 76ers, the Knicks, the Hawks, they're going to be battling it out with each other. But absolutely no one scares me in this conference except the Cavaliers. Sorry, except the Celtics and the Bucks. That's it. Definitely not the Cavaliers. Even though I think they're going to be a pretty good regular season team, that's about where it stops for me. Now, at the bottom, the Heat, I'm never counting them out. Mm-mm, never counting them out. Raptors, they might sneak in at a low seed. But even if they do at eight, and you got to go up against the Celtics in the first round. There's a lot of unknown with the Raptors still. Still don't know how they're going to play, how they're going to execute, how they're going to operate. We know they want to share the ball, different leadership. Everything is going to be different. So it's going to be fascinating to watch. But I still don't know what to expect. That's the thing. That is the thing. 
with them. So, folks, this is a quick podcast. I don't even know if I'm going to post this podcast. Maybe I'll just throw it in the archives. But maybe I will give it to you. Just some some food for thought, okay? Think about these other teams that you have to go up in the Eastern Conference. What do you make of them? That is my question to you. Who will be the toughest challenge? Celtics, Cavs, Bucks, 76ers. We don't know what the hell is going on with them and James Harden. So I'm not even going to bother talking about them too much at the beginning of the season because I just got to wait and see. Maybe things will pan out with Harden and he'll end up just staying there and having a good season. I have no idea. But the Knicks should be interesting. Who is on? Who's on the Knicks right now? Do they have anyone new up in that place? Let's check them out for a bit. Let's hit the roster here. We know about R.J. Barrett, Jalen Brunson. Okay, so they got Dante DiVincenzo. That's nice. Evan Fournier. Will he actually play this season? Will he actually play? I don't know, but the guy can shoot the ball. You might want to play him a little bit. Quentin Grimes. He's a nice young piece. Josh Hart as well. Hartenstein. I like it. Uh, Who else? Quickly. He's a very nice player. Very nice player. Uh, Jericho Sims. Okay, Julius Randle, obviously. Mitchell Robinson, like him. Uh, Not impressed. Not impressed here, to be quite honest with you. I think they're going to give us a repeat of what we saw last year, which is a pretty good team. Maybe second round, but you're not going to be able to get anywhere past that. I I mean, at least not with what I'm seeing from that roster. And with the... The teams that I mentioned to you before, like the Celtics, the Bucks, I think if if the Cleveland this year with the roster they have, I think they have a better chance. Let's say they matched up with the New York Knicks again. They might have a better chance this year to get by them. Like to me, I think the Knicks are kind of stagnant. I don't know if they're really going to make that much noise, but I don't think they're going to do any worse than last year. I kind of have them right in that same spot. Not a knock, but I don't see them improving that much. The Hawks, I don't know much about the Hawks this year either. What did they do in the offseason? I'm not sure they did much, to be quite honest with you. We know Trey Young is the animal, right? He's the animal. Kobe Bufkin, like it a lot. Bogdan Bogdanovich, Sadiq Bey, Clint Capella. Okay, I like that. A.J. Griffin's a nice young player. DeAndre Hunter, like it. Patty Mills, like it a lot. Wesley Matthews, okay. DeJounte Murray, we know. We know. This team seems like they have a decent squad, but I think the Hawks... I'm wondering if they might make a swing for the fences move at some point. They have the assets. They have the assets to make a big acquisition, if you ask me, to pair alongside Trey Young. When you see some of the pieces that they have, Kobe Buff, um, Kobe Buffkin is a nice player. You probably want to. You're going to want to keep him around, but you have a Bogdanovich, a Sadiq Bey, an A.J. Griffin, DeAndre Hunter, Patty Mills. You have pieces that you can move 
for something significant. So keep your eye on the Atlanta Hawks if things don't necessarily start well for them. You want to keep your eye out for that. But this podcast has already been too long for a podcast that I did not want to, not that I didn't want to do. I just didn't plan to do it, but I decided to jump on the mic last minute anyway, but I plan to keep it only to like 10 minutes. I don't like being on podcasts for like an hour, folks, especially when it's not planned. Now, my typical ones are probably a little bit longer because I got a little bit of a script and a game plan, but me just talking, jumping on the mic like I'm doing right now on a straight freestyle, sometimes it's up and down, man, but you got to do that sometimes. At MikeRoach7 on IG, at MikeRoach23 on Twitter, make sure you follow, like, subscribe, share, and rate the Mike Roach Podcast. I'm on Google Podcasts. I'm on Spotify. I'm on Apple. And folks, thank you very much. There are people that are starting to share the podcast. I already told y'all, man. I already told y'all. Stop hogging the podcast, okay? I would like for you to answer the okay, question. Okay, it's very simple to That's answer. That's why I asked it. It's very simple to You're a nasty person, I'll tell you. <laughs> Do not be a nasty person and keep this podcast all for yourself. So, folks, this is Mike Roach. Touched on the Eastern Conference. Just a little bit. Didn't get into too much detail. We're going. We're sliding in there slowly. Okay? We're still in preseason. We still got two weeks to go until the season opener. Okay? Let's ease our way in. We're not going to go too fast, but we're going to have to pick up really fast soon. Okay? Because time is moving. So, folks, I'll be back again soon. This is the Mike Roach Podcast, and I'm out. You've been listening to the Mike Roach Podcast, where storytelling, sports, and keeping it real are the only ways to live by. We hope you've gotten some valuable and practical information from the show. Link up with us on Instagram at Mike Roach 7, where you can view images of the content on this program. We're on Facebook, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and wherever you get your podcasts. Have a wonderful day, and thank you for listening. Until next week.